Hi guys, welcome back. I'm your host, Jalen Austin Taylor. Today is Monday, May 9th, and I hope that you've had a great start to your week so far. Today, we will be talking about some of the most controversial topics today in this year of 2022. Um, so we're gonna be talking about five different topics today. And each of those topics, I will be going into detail about my thoughts on the topics and the facts about the topics and just simply what I believe about the topics. We'll try to keep each topic to about two minutes, but if it goes a little bit over, that's fine. It might be a little bit longer episode today, but these are some heavy topics. So um, with heavy topics, you have to get into a little bit more detail about them, you know? All right, so the first topic we're going to get into today is abortion. Now, this topic can be very sensitive because a lot of people believe different things about this, and there's a lot of different beliefs and, you know, viewpoints on this. And today, I'm just going to give you what I believe, and I'm going to give you the facts. Now, um, you know, abortion has been one of the, the, like, has long, like, for a long time, been one of the most controversial topics in our um, country, the U.S., and, you know... You know, and it's for a good reason because it's like you taking your baby and like basically terminating it from your body because either you, you know, don't want to have the baby anymore or you are not in the position to have the baby. And, you know, the when the pro-life, like the people who like think that abortion is bad they argue most times that abortion is equivalent to murder because it begins at the moment of conception so you know it is seen as an act of violence and it can have physical emotional and psychological repercussions even if the pregnancy resulted from you know rape or incest um they believe that government intervention they also believe that government intervention um, to like stop abortions sh- can't should be justified. On the other side of the argument, which is like um, pro-choice, basically meaning that they believe that you are uh, you should be able to um, have abortions if you need to or if you want to, because they say that um, you should have a right to choose an abortion because you have complete control over your body, and that is true. And they also believe that it's immoral. It's not moral for the government to make um, basically health and medical decisions on the behalf of pregnant women. So the pro-choice perspective opposes federal, state, or local laws that restrict access, impede funding, or create local legal obstacles for having an abortion. I just gave you the facts on abortion and what the both sides believe. And I'm going to tell you what I believe. So about abortion, I feel like if you know that your baby cannot or that you are not going to be in the position to take care of your baby, then I would have I would say you have two options. One, have the baby and give them to foster care where they could possibly be taken care of better. Now, the foster care system has its flaws in it and everything like that. So I can completely understand why people would rather just terminate their baby 
and to give them to foster care and not have any control of what's happening to their kid or anything like that. So I believe that those are two options. You can either have the abortion, which is, you know, not a great decision, but if you really don't want to give your child to like somebody you've never really met, and you'd rather just not have your child enter the world, then, you know, that's your decision. Like, um, pro-choice argues, you know, you have the control to do what you want with your body, and that is true. So, um, I, 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 it's a tough topic, but I believe that you can either give their baby to foster care where they could possibly be taken care of, and then you could also just have the abortion. No, that's a sensitive topic, so we're going to get on to the next topic. So the next topic we're going to be talking about is global climate change. Now, this one is not as heavy, I'd say, but it definitely has the same, I think, impact or greater. Um, so a lot of people believe that um, global warming is not real, which I really don't think that that's very logical because global warming has been an issue for for like decades and people just haven't really been paying attention to it but scientists have and i feel like since scientists you know know this stuff they are definitely informed about it but some people who don't believe it may not be informed about it you know the planet's average surface temperature has risen about 1.6 degrees fahrenheit since the 19th century due to increases in carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and environmental groups believe that humans have a moral obligation to stop climate change before future generations pay the price. To that end, they support policies that help reverse the long-term effects of climate change. And like I said, the people who don't believe this, they say that climate change is exaggerated. And others just accept global warming is real, but dismiss evidence that suggests it's connected to human interaction. And the sad part is a lot of stuff that's happening in our world actually does have to do with human interaction. So the fact that people just put this off and try to blame it on other things is just crazy, honestly. So my thoughts on global climate change or global warming, whatever you want to call it, my thoughts is that, um, or what I think about it is that people should respect the studies. That's all I got to say. People should respect the statistics because numbers do not lie. A lot of things in this world lie, but numbers do not lie. So all I'm going to say is trust the scientists, trust the doctors, trust the medics who are putting their lives online to help save people every day and risking their lives to try to help save people that they don't even know and people they'll never meet. So that's all I'm going to say. Trust the statistics, trust the information. And do not dismiss it as if it does not matter. That's all I'm going to say about that. Alright guys, on to the next topic. This is number three. Um, The third topic we're going to be talking about today is vaccines. Now this is another heavy topic because vaccines also have been very controversial for many people. Because some people feel like that they don't help them. Some people feel like they hurt them more than they even help them. Or they don't help them at all. And, you know, some people feel like they do help and just uh, just a lot of stuff. And um, according to the CDC, vaccines present or prevent thousands of Americans from getting affected by diseases each year. And, 
Immunization is the best protection against these diseases, especially for children with weak immune systems like young children, babies. They may also help to bring the COVID-19 pandemic to a faster end. But, like I already mentioned, there has been a lot of opposition to vaccines in the recent years. Um, And the pushback isn't just for one or two reasons. It's for many reasons, like fear, I kind of got into a little bit, misconceptions, and I mentioned this in the last topic, mistrust of science. Um, Anti-vaccine activists are often referred to as anti-vaxxers. Some of the most persistent arguments, you know, against getting vaccines is that, you know, a widespread fear that vaccines actually cause autism, which obviously is not true, but that natural immunity is better than being inoculated and that vaccines contain many harmful chemicals. So over the years, public health officials, medical experts, and physicians have debunked these claims, like I said. Um, it's up to you to trust the statistics, but I give you advice to trust the statistics. These people are putting their lives on the line for you. You know, mistrust of science is one of the biggest reasons why these people do not like, uh, do not stand with vaccines. Despite, you know, the evidence and everything, they still argue, the anti-vaxxers still argue that vaccines can be dangerous and contain hazardous or poorly researched substances, creating risks that outweigh the benefits, which I kind of already mentioned. Um, but vaccine supporters believe that all parents have a responsibility to comply with medical advice on vaccine administration, protecting their children, and strengthening herd immunity for society as a whole. So my thoughts on um, vaccines is that, again, just like in the global warming, you should trust the scientists, trust the numbers, trust the people who are putting their lives on the line for you every day working very hard you can't you don't even see it but they're working very hard day in and day out just to help people that they don't even know now that's a good human if i've ever seen one you know putting your life on the line for somebody that you never met and you probably will never meet i mean i'm just that's 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 believe that's just unbelievable um but yeah my thoughts on vaccines trust the scientists trust the experts do not listen to people who don't know what they're talking about. Now, I'm not saying you got to listen to every single thing these scientists say because you're just going to drive yourself crazy. But listen to some of the things they say. Don't always go off of your friends or your family or even your parents. Because sometimes, it's hard to believe, but sometimes our parents are not even right. Because the f- simple fact is that nobody in this world is perfect. Nobody in this world has not made a mistake before so that means that everybody has been wrong before there has not been one single person living on this earth right now that has not made a mistake that has not made a bad choice that has not made poor judgment so just trust at least sometimes try to be open-minded to the research on to our fourth topic we're going to go into religious freedom now this is another very um heavy topic you know religious freedom is considered a fundamental human right for every american the first amendment states congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof 
yet but um despite this religious liberty has continued to be very controversial in its execution discussions about religion and and politics are often polarizing because they you tend to dig deep into how people um look at the world and you know there's an old adage that says don't mix religion and politics and you know that's probably you know some good advice for various reasons because those are two things that make people go crazy um so uh like i said the first amendment says uh, compels the government to not show preference to a specific religion or take it away an individual's ability to exercise faith um there's been fiery disagreements which means basically there's been a lot of heavy you know just just deep disagreements about over how freedom of religion can and should be expressed have led to clashes over god's mention in the pledge of allegiance um displaying the ten commandments in public spaces in businesses denying service based on religious belief the issue is particularly prevalent around christianity which appears in many aspects of public life in the united states despite not being the official religion um i personally i'm gonna just tell y'all what i believe right now um i believe that people should have the right just like with abortion to exercise their freedoms it's their body it's their mind you can't try to tell somebody what they should do with their mind or how they should worship or who they should worship because at the end of the day that's their decision if they want to worship idols if they want to worship um people different people who you may have not heard of then that's their choice you can't stop them from doing that so i personally believe that you should be able to to um be whatever religion you want to be and at the end of the day it's going to be your decision it's going to be your choice because that's what you decided to choose i'm not going to take a side on this topic because i just feel like this is this is simple this is just human ethics respect what other people make as decisions and whatever happens to them that's them because guess what they made the decision so you can't get mad at somebody for making a decision and then it gets something happens to them it's their decision that's just like um um if one of your friends decides to uh do something that you know may not be the best decision or a smart decision or a well thought out decision but guess what if you don't participate in it if you distance yourself from it guess what you're not going to be taking in any of the consequences the only people who're going to be taking in the consequences is that friend who made that decision and anybody else who decided to participate you're not going to be held accountable if you distance yourself from the situation and you don't take part now if you just stand there and watch and you just stay in the area you probably could be held accountable because you decided to stay there and watch it for entertainment or whatever you wanted to watch it for so you know at the end of the day this is a fact people make decisions people get the backlash or the good stuff or whatever effects happen to that person based on what they do so yeah that's my thoughts on religion kind of got heavy there but yeah and our fifth and final 
topic is going to be about universal health care. So universal health care has been a very ethical um, issue because they feel like some people get more better health care than others. And this really is a fact. And universal health care is the idea that all Americans should have access to affordable, quality health care, regardless of their income or financial resources. Universal health care systems already exist in countries like Hong Kong and Kuwait, where the local and federal government pays for most costs associated with health care coverage. The demand for health care reform in the United States, especially due to the COVID-19 pandemic, is very popular. The idea of universal health care, it really just continues to be a very controversial debate topic. Um, there's a, been a lot of widespread disagreement about, you know, how to control high insurance costs um, and just deep socioeconomic econ- bro, economic inequalities that have led to a lot of conflict. And then uh, those who support universal health care... They argue that access to affordable, quality health care, it should be a fundamental right. They want us to um, port the current stratified and economy unequal, economically unequal insurance system with a more fair, accessible, and efficient health care system. Opponents of universal health care argue that it would be that would it would invite unwanted government involvement in health care administration. Um, down the line leading to systemic inefficiencies and which is very weird a violation of individual freedom to choose corporate leaders which is basically the people who get all the billions of dollars off of medicine and stuff in healthcare they uh in the insurance healthcare and pharmaceutical sectors often push back against universal healthcare because it interferes i'm just gonna cut this short for y'all it interferes with their money they get mad because it interferes with their money. That's 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 just the bottom line, I'll be honest. And um, when, pe- when you mess with people's money, they tend to get mad. That's worth anything. That's just like if somebody uh, took money from you and you didn't know when you found out, you would be mad, right? Especially if you worked hard for that money. Or even if somebody gave the money to you. You know, when you um, get that money, you're expecting to have it. You want that money, right? So, you know what I'm saying? When you mess with people's money, they tend to get mad. Now, don't get don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that money is everything, but I'm saying that in today's world, you need money. You need money to survive in today's world. That's just a fact. And also, I'm not saying that money is the only thing you need. I want to be very clear here. Money is not everything. But if you don't have money in today's world, you won't be very successful. Especially as an adult. If you don't have money, you probably won't be very successful. Just the way countries like the United States work, which are heavily based by money, based on money, built on money. Let's just be honest. And, you know, it's become a problem because... People have got so wrapped up in this idea of getting money and 
capitalism and all this stuff that they just forget about everything else that's important in the world, like global warming, you know, just things that have really just torn or tearing the world apart, like ethical issues. And people just don't care about it because money is just always the biggest priority. Now, it's time to end today's episode. I know today's episode was a little bit longer, but I wanted to get some really good content in for you guys today since I did not release an episode on Friday. But another great day, another great episode. I'm your host, Jalen Austin Taylor. This is the JAT side, and I'm out.